Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm sitting here with Elisa and Pam. Hello. And of course, I'm Heidi. And today we're going to talk about putting more than one child to bed. Mm-hmm. It's Typically, a little tricky. More so, this is kind of more so newborn or having an infant and an older child. Uh, that can be very scary the first couple of times you have to do it on your own because ideally partner is um, around for most of those bedtimes and leading up to having baby number two partner is able to work on uh, child number one's bedtime and doing all of that stuff and it does definitely make it easier when you have two people to do two people for bedtime Uh, but it doesn't always work out that way right once partner's gone back to work or um, if they have, you know, evening events, that kind of stuff, sometimes you... Or if you're a single parent. Yeah, and sometimes, so you do have to do those two bedtimes at the same time or, or on your own. So, um, we have a couple of tips and strategies. It's going to be- depend on your child's age, for sure. We, um, ideally, your oldest is a really good sleeper yeah. and is well-rested <laughs> and knows how to fall asleep on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's enough of it. Makes an, it much easier for Oh, my gosh, you. when you're by yourself, for sure. I So I have four, and there's no way, of, like, oftentimes I'll hear, like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how you do with four. And I was like, yeah, but my last two are 60 months apart. Like, there's no way that I was having another child if my one previous to that was not sleeping yet. Yeah, like so they, if you are pregnant and worried about that transition and worried about how to get both of them to bed, reach out to us. We can help you yes. get that great yeah, sleep going for your older child. Alone. No. And there's a yes. bit of a crunch time, right? And we do have our introducing a sibling um, conversation in a previous podcast. So definitely some extra hints in there. And this is going to be um, focused on that bedtime. So Mm -hmm. juggling two at bedtime. Yeah. So first, make sure that you have enough places to put the newborn, right? So enough of a variety that you can try out a bouncy seat in the the older child's room with you as you're putting the older child to bed. So um, for me, it always fell that my son needed to eat while it was bedtime for my daughter. It just always happened to, no matter what I tried, he was always so hungry at bedtime. Was the baby. Yes. Yeah, my son was, was the baby the and my daughter was the older child. So I was sitting there reading her a story while feeding, feeding my son, baby. right? And, and you just... Too, like, feed, do stories in your bed. If you've got, like, a nice big comfy yeah. bed and you're set up for infant feeding... Feed in your bed and do yep. stories in your bed. Have a make it a special night where you know daddy's not here or mommy's not here, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I'm the only one, and I've got two of you now, or, so we're gonna have a special fun story in my bed. Tonight. Yeah, or even on the couch, or yeah. you know, in her bed. At mm-hmm. first, it was a little bit difficult for me to move to other places, so the couch was the place that we had to read stories, right? Yeah. And then I would take him, put him in a bouncy chair that was already in her room. And put him down after he was fed. And then I'd be able to have that time to connect with her and have that cuddle and, you know, a little bit of that 
Yeah, one-on-one -on -one time. If your little ones are far enough apart in age, um, you can do bedtimes together, get them both into their pajamas, and they both brush their teeth. Well, the older one brushes their teeth. Baby's not going to brush her teeth yet, a uh, newborn infant. But, um, you know, you can do that and then do stories together. And then if it's time for baby to go to sleep, you can say, okay, buddy, I'm going to go and put the baby to sleep. You're, you can stay in your room or you can stay here just across the hall. I, as soon as the baby's asleep, I'm going to come back and it's just going to be time for you and me. Mm -hmm. It's going to be our, our special time, right? Before again, then. again, when your child, when your baby reaches the age of being able to learn how to fall asleep on their four own, months four months plus, that really, really helps because you know that bedtime with the baby isn't going to take an hour, yes. right? And so you know that it's going to be like a, a quick enough thing that you put the baby to bed and then you can go back and hang out with your older child again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so having those conversations with your older one that mommy's going to be with the baby, um, I will come back and you and I, once baby's asleep, you and I will have that special time. Um, that can help for sure. Uh, sometimes baby's too little and isn't going to bed, so if, and, and we know that infants are very unpredictable. Um, so what happened and what worked last night at bedtime yeah. may not work tonight. That's why you want to have a variety of different things that you can do with the newborn yes. while you're putting the older child to bed. Mm -hmm. So my guys, my younger guys liked the carriers. Yep. So I would pop them in the one in the carrier as I was doing uh, the other one's bedtime uh, only because she, so like Alexa with AJ, let's say, um, Ireland and Alexa are four years apart, so that was a lot easier. But uh, Alexa and AJ were just a little over two years apart. So for me, putting AJ into the carrier, doing Alexa's bedtime, having that little snuggle with her, um, not even that changed, right? Because if baby was in the carrier, I wasn't laying down on the bed with her, but I could sit kind of at her, the foot of her bed, and I could rub her back, and I can kind of do that stuff for our little bit of snuggle time. So things are going to change a little bit. You're going to have, um, kind of those ups and downs, but like Elisa said, being prepared. So having that bouncy chair, rolling the bassinet in, uh, having the carrier, whatever a you swing. need. Yeah, to be able to kind of plop them in, even for that five, ten minutes, just so that mm -hmm. you can make sure that your older one is getting, um that little bit of one-on-one -on -one time before their bedtime really can make a difference. The flip side of that is if you're dealing with your little one and your big guy is still up, that's where you want to get into having um, either that's like their 20 minutes of TV time, of course 30 to 60 minutes before, and uh, not 30 to 60 minutes just before they go to bed, but they have that little bit of TV time. Um, you can have like that activity box. We've talked about that in previous podcasts as well to keep them um, entertained. Have them involved in baby's routine so they can help with the bath and they can help with the massage or they can help with the um, getting baby into their pajamas. Making sure that you're setting those limits. Mummy's with the baby, so you cannot come in and yell or scream. You mm -hmm. cannot come into the room. That's a huge one, setting yes. those limits. Yes. So if you need me, if you really, really need me, you can open the door a tiny little bit and stand there, and Mummy will come see you as soon as I can. Having a sound machine in the hallway can really help with that extra noise that the toddler or older child makes while you're trying to put the baby to bed. So a, a sound machine super loud in the hallway, and then that way, if they come... To the door or something you can always say if you really need me whisper and I will be with you as soon as I can or something right so then that way you're 
teaching them that they don't have to come in full force. Yes. You know? Mom! You're teaching them that they can come in and you're setting those limits and they can come in and just be quiet and whisper and just kind of make an appearance. So my daughter at one point was just like making a little appearance <laughs> in the doorway, right? So I could see her there, but the sound machine was enough of a barrier that I couldn't hear all the little noises that she was making. And neither could Dre. Right? Yeah, neither could he. So he's not like, oh, there's something over there's there. There's my What's sister. There? Yeah, exactly. Here comes a whirlwind. Woo! Yeah. I want to go back a little bit to the TV time before bed. Yes. And why you are saying not to do it. So we don't want TV right, right before bed. That's ideally 60 minutes before bed is blue screen free. So that's TV, iPad, phone. Um, blue light reduces the production and slows the production of melatonin. So, which is our natural sleep uh, hormones. So we really want to, especially with our toddlers, we really want to make sure that that melatonin is right where it needs to be, um, that we're not prohibiting that uh, production of it. So making sure they're not getting any of that blue light at least 60 minutes before their yes. bedtime. Yeah, absolutely. Um, overall, though, it's going to get easier. The first few times you're learning, your toddler's learning, the baby is just kind of in for the fun of it, but there, it's a work in progress, mm -hmm. right? So if the first couple of times were a complete disaster, don't let that completely stress you out because as they get older too, it's going to get easier. Um, have your plan. Know what kind of apparatuses and things that you can have in the room to make your life easier, but know that it is going to be chaotic the first yeah. couple of times it's going to be very stressful even before a partner leaves right you're like <gasps> okay mm -hmm. how am I going to do this 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 right so again making sure or working on give yourself toddler and their sleep really does make a difference yeah. but and give yourself enough time so that you're not rushing around last minute as well right so yes. like pajamas could be put on yeah. Well like before, before bedtime, right? And that saves you one little thing. The teeth can be brushed well before they actually have to go into their bed. So then yeah. at least you're not, if those things cause a little bit of chaos for you and your child, if they're a little bit more, you know, in a defiant stage yeah. when it comes to brushing their teeth or doing those things, then you're tackling that before bedtime even needs to happen. And recognizing that you can tweak things as you go and make it fit for you. But you want to try not to change things too often because then your toddler or your older child is not really adjusting to a specific routine. Mm -hmm. And it will become second nature. Like the more you do it, it will be one of those things that will become second nature. And you are going to then plow through those bedtimes and be like, woohoo, not only did I get you in bed on time, I was five minutes early. Mm -hmm. um, right? So that will come. Kind of have that, you know, this is what I've tried. This is, it didn't really work. This is what I'm going to try next time. Um, right? So you can have that plan. You can, you can try and implement it. Sometimes the more we plan, the um, more opposite the results. Because <laughs> that's just mother nature, I think. But uh, try and have that plan. Try and be prepared. If it doesn't go super well, that's okay. Don't let that um, become so overwhelming that you don't do it again. Keep trying because it will get better and it will get easier for sure. Mm -hmm. Then you'll be juggling three, four, five bedtimes all at the same time. <laughs> professional. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? Um, well, hopefully that helps. Congratulations on baby number two. Or three. Um, or three or four. Um, hopefully that helps and you are able to take some of those tips and kind of reduce some of that stress at bedtime because 
uh, bedtime is stressful enough. We don't want to add any more on. Um, so doing what you can and knowing that it's going to be unpredictable, um, but knowing that you're going to get into the swing of things the more you do it, can help for sure. And then knowing too that if you are needing help, are you having a hard time doing it on your own, always reach out to Restful Parenting. They've got a variety of different packages to offer a variety of different support. Thanks, Miss Heidi. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.